So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. So in Secret 18, we're going to get into the overview of the complete path to success. So you can start seeing how this all ties in together. You know, if you go back through those first bunch of episodes, you'll see that I'm literally walking you through, kind of like putting your left foot forward, then your right foot, then your left, like we're step-by-step walking you along the path to success in dating and relationships. So for example, we've talked a little bit about some examples in the episodes, but I want to start with a, a relationship example. Like, Let's say that you're in a new relationship. Okay, like a client of mine, Laura, was in a new relationship and she was just, she was afraid that it would get screwed up or that she'd screw it up. You know, she didn't want anything to go wrong with it. So here's how it looks walking through that success path, right? Let's say you have a new relationship. That's kind of step one. There are kind of 12 steps through this, this framework. And maybe as you listen, you can kind of notice where you are at on that. So Laura began her path having the new relationship right? It's a new guy. And then the second step in that path, the second stage really, was realizing she really wanted this one to work, even though others hadn't, right? That's an awareness. That's a stage we come to. It's like, I don't want this one to fail. And that has to to happen before the third stage, which is we become aware of what the surface challenges are. Laura started thinking about the reasons some other relationships had failed, and started noticing surface-level problems that could be um, a problem with this guy, right? He doesn't seem to be uh, certain enough on his direction in life. Is he really going to be successful, or will he pull me down? Will I end up supporting him if he fails at his business? You know, starting to question the guy, the relationship, starting to question herself, right? Surface challenges coming up of her noticing times when she would be Um, kind of pulling away or not liking that she was being a bit needy in the new relationship. Why isn't he available when I want him? So she started noticing those surface challenges, right? And that's sort of that third stage. That fourth stage is where she became aware of her part in that. Oh my gosh, I could mess this up. Like, this is my old neediness coming up. I have needs, but I've never been good at you know, making sure that I have needs in a healthy way without feeling uh, needy. Or for some people, it's putting up a wall early on. It gets scary and you start disqualifying a guy, right, when it starts to get real or intimate. So it's, wow, I'm, I'm beginning to recognize my own pattern. My inner stuff could cause this to fail. And then that fifth stage is, okay, I need to do something about me. Like, what do I want to do differently here? So even if it starts with that that third stage being, okay, I'm seeing some surface challenges. He often just 
decides and gets his way, for instance, then the fourth stage might be, yeah, I do this sometimes. Why do I always not speak up and not set a boundary or put my needs aside? Why did I give up seeing my girlfriends like usual on Sunday to go to his thing with him? So that would be four. And then the fifth step would be, yeah, I need to work on me. I've got to stop doing that. Uh, this time in this relationship, I'm going to dot, dot, dot. I'm going to continue to meet my needs or set my boundaries or whatever that inner thing is, right? I want to work on relationship me. And then stage six happens, which is it's time to start assessing the relationship pattern. This is typically around the time where a client really needs a lot of help or they become a client. They're, they're like, I need your help. Right? Typically, people are doing it on their own until they, they have that realization, oh, there's some, some problems here I don't know if I can solve, particularly if they're problems that I've had over and over with relationships or dating or men. So once they get to that stage six, it's I need help assessing what's going wrong. Let's look at what the pattern is, right? And we've done that in some of the previous episodes, just the same framework. I'm just bringing it all together for you now so you see how it all goes together and how it works. Then we progress into stage seven, which is setting those inner goals and some outer tracking, right? Okay, from now on, I'm going to always check in with making sure my needs get mad. I use my voice like I exist in this too. I don't just put my needs last when he wants something. But how am I going to track that? Well, whenever we make plans, I'm going to make sure that I really honor what I need and I, I say it and I don't just put it aside, right? And then we get into stage eight, which is now we have to start building you up, right? So for Laura, her getting back to exercise, which sent herself a message, I love myself. I deserve to feel good. Like she didn't want to get up and go for a run or you know, she'd even fallen out of doing the Zumba at home. You know, sometimes you set these outer goals and you start by kind of lowering the bar gradually. I'm going to get in shape, right? She had joined a gym, but then it was too far or didn't fit her work schedule. So then it was, well, I'll just go for a run outside my house. But then when she wasn't motivated to do that, it was, well, I'll at least do Zumba in my living room, <laughs> right? So notice how it's like our expectations of ourselves and standards get lower and lower. But really what kept happening with her was those outer habits were failing because of some of her inner talk and beliefs, right? But we start by setting those outer habits. She needed to start exercising again so she felt good about herself. I'm showing up for myself and I like how I look and feel. She needed to get into some better habits in her home. She couldn't leave kind of a mess and the laundry undone and in a pile because it made her feel bad. Why do those things matter? Well, we do carry them with us. You know, there's even a TED talk by a former military guy on why making your bed in the morning can be the biggest life change you'll have in the least amount of time. Try it if you're someone who doesn't make your bed every morning. You have such self-respect that the rest of the day you expect respect because you've respected yourself first. So those outer habits and environments really do matter. But building outer habits then stage nine is we start to heal and build the inner her. So for Laura, there was pain around a dad that wasn't fully emotionally available as a husband to her mom or as a father to her. So she could quickly go into 
you know, worrying about the guy losing interest or, you know, needing to people please him to keep him around. And, and so those inner fears, those old wounds and beliefs were fueling her motivation to cancel her own plans or just go along with him, go along to get along, right, to, to keep him interested. She had a fear-based story from her life and the pain of her past that we needed to do work on. So that's stage nine is we've got to go in and use some modalities, right? Different modalities to do work with the shadow and the inner child and, and visualization and working at an intellectual level, a somatic level through the body, an emotional level and an energetic level, right? I found it's most effective to work at all levels of ourself to make real change. So we helped Laura with that. She started healing some of that past pain, changing some of her beliefs and releasing some of her fears that were fueling some of this behavior of throwing her needs aside or, or bad boundaries in relationships. And that then allowed her to start moving to stage 10, which was really walking the talk, right? Starting to implement new skills with her partner. This is where it made sense for me to begin sharing with her, here's a, a tool or a structure for how to communicate your needs. Like, do it this exact way. You know, I use various things like I, we, you, and, and relation, uh, uh, communication style tools and things like that. But if you learn a skill when you're still emotionally unhealthy, you won't use it, right? So the inner stuff has to be fixed first before we can go to the next stage of here are some tools, some skills of how to connect with your partner, you know, frameworks of dates that build certain things, you know, whether it's trust, commitment, uh, sexuality, sensuality, being able to believe that, like in her case, can I have a nice guy, but also be attracted to him, right? So we can give you those exercises, tools, and, and skills, but only once we get to this stage 10, where we've done the other stuff. To, we have to build a foundation. Can't put a, a roof on a house that has no foundation or first or second floor, right? You got to build it in a certain order. So I hope, is this making sense to you, right? That each thing has to proceed after the next one, right? Kind of like in a recipe, right? You, you don't throw the, the unmixed flour into the oven. You've got to do it in a certain order or it doesn't come out as a cake. So then stage 11, right, is... Now she's going to start to struggle a little bit with old resistance and also just not being skilled, not having the practice of being good at doing things a new way with this guy. So with Laura, it was her coming back saying, I tried this and it went well for a while and then my fear came up and, or I, I had an amazing romantic night with him, but then the next day I started overthinking and getting in my head. So this is where we just, we have progress, but we're doing it imperfectly. So in a coaching framework, that's where we can, hey, tell me what the challenges were. Let's celebrate your victories, your progress, your success. And now let's support you through making adjustments in what's going wrong. And then finally, you know, that last stage, stage 12 is, you know, you don't get in shape by going to the gym once. We, we recommit, right? We go into the discomfort and... It, it's amazing how often we just want new, 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 but all of our success comes from our commitment to deepening something, right? Going to the gym again and again, our willingness to practice our handwriting over and over as a kid so we get better, 
Imagine if little babies who were crawling stood up in a wobbly way and attempted to walk once, but then that was it. I'm done with that learning to walk thing. No, they do it over and over and over. So now it's about maintaining that connection to having enough success and reward and joy that you're excited to want to keep coming back. Because when we're success and achievement minded, we want to see the progress. So we, we need that in order to stay recommitted, recommitted on a continual basis. We've made a decision. We're disciplined. No matter what, my future life with an amazing partner matters to me, which Laura has now because she went through this framework, this path to success. So she didn't settle for less in herself or in her relationship or her partnership. So that's how it all ties together. It's, it's the same 12 stages, whether you're single and working through loneliness and wanting to get back out there, whether you're in a relationship and you're looking to grow enough to leave it, or you're working to deepen a relationship and get out of your own way and let, let love really happen and last. That's the real path to success. That's the full and complete path to success without settling. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.